Hello, my name is Detective Gil Carrillo of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department assigned to Homicide Bureau. The Sheriff's Department is currently conducting an investigation, a series of homicides and sexual assaults that have occurred in Los Angeles County. The suspect who has traveled the highways in what we believe to be so stolen vehicles is always wearing gloves to make his entries. The suspect has used guns, knives, tire irons, handcuffs, and thumbcuffs, as well as his own it was a time when the Queen visited, the Pope visited, they even had the Olympics. Everyone was proud of Los Angeles. Crime had dropped exponentially. LA was a facade. Celebrities' glamour and riches on one side, but on the other side, it was a dark, dark place. It attracted fame and money, but it also attracted some very dangerous people the so-called Night Stalker who has terrorized California. Yesterday, he struck again. People are wondering when and where he will strike next. I'm scared. I think everybody else is scared. I am not leaving my door open for my son. I don't care if he sleeps on the street. I don't understand why somebody can't identify him. He has to live somewhere. Somebody must know. He's a weird-looking character. Somebody has to know him. We are all evil in some form or another. Are we not? He had the devil on his hand and murder on his mind. Welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Dhwani and Prem, where we talk about innocent dates gone terribly wrong from this world and the next. This week, we will be taking you through an experience through the mind of the Night Stalker. Okay, so let me set the scene for you. It is March 17th, 1985, St. Patrick's Day. Homicide detective Gil Carrillo and his partner are assigned that case. As they get there, they notice the garage door is wide open and there's blood on the door and on the floor. They go into the house and see a bloodied up phone inside the bedroom and 34-year-old Dale Okazaki lying on the kitchen floor, a bullet wound right through her forehead. She has her hand up on the countertop, wanting to see who had walked into her home. Meanwhile, the suspect is on the other side of the countertop, waiting for her. When she pulls up her head, he pulls the trigger. 22-year-old Maria Hernandez had just driven home. She entered via the garage door and turned around. There she saw notorious American serial killer, serial rapist, kidnapper, child molester and burglar, Richard Ramirez, aka the Nice Talker. He had a gun stretched out towards her face and in no time, he pulled the trigger. You probably think she's dead, right? I mean, yeah, huh? She wasn't. The bullet deflected off her keys she was holding in her hand. She got knocked down to the floor and Richard pushed her body out of the way and entered the apartment. She got up, ran towards the front door, thinking he would go out of the garage, but he didn't. He came out the front door. He saw her and was startled. Miranda threw her hands up saying, you already shot me once. Do you really have to shoot me again? Richard, holding the gun, 
put it down. He just put down the gun and didn't even run. He just calmly walked away. Basically, he doesn't kill her. He just like leaves and doesn't kill. She, he he leaves her. Yeah, alone. that's the bizarre part because she was right in front of her. He had the gun his gun in his hand. He could have killed her, but he just didn't. He just walked away. No panic in his eyes, whatever. The next day, police gets to know that 40 minutes after Dale's murder, the Monterey Police Department got a call. 30-year-old Sai Lian Yu was jumped, pulled out of her car, and shot several times in the chest. After which, Richard fled the crime scene. Her last words were screams of help. Maria Hernandez was admitted to a hospital where she gave a description of Richard Ramirez, which matched the suspect of an attempted kidnapping in a nearby city. Detective Gill said that's where he started to think all of this was the work of one man. Let me tell you why he thought so. So, Detective okay. Gill took a class in his college where his professor told him that these people, these serial killers, they like to see the fear hmm. in people's eyes. That's what gets them going. Let me give you a few examples, uh-huh. okay? So, um yeah. In the case of uh, Dale Okazaki, the first woman who was murdered, the first woman I mentioned, <laughs> he shot her yeah. after she put her hand on the countertop and looked up. He wanted to see the fear in her eyes, and that's when he shot her. In the case of in the case of Sai Lian Yu, the woman who was murdered after mm-hmm. pulling her out of the car, he could have who was jumped. He, she he could have just killed her in the car itself. but he pulled her out mm-hmm. saw the fear in her eyes and then shot her several times in the case of maria hernandez even though she did not die thankfully when she entered mm-hmm. into the garage he could have just killed her from behind but he banged mm-hmm. her car brought her to attention that there was somebody behind her saw the fear in her eyes and then shot her i was in a vines with the evil that is inherent in human nature Ten days later a double murder was reported in Whittier County area the murder of 64 year old Vincent and his wife 44 year old Maxine Zazara Vincent was killed in his sleep with a gunshot wound to the head Maxine was found in bed with several stab wounds to the groin. She had been raped and her eyes were cut out. He took the eyes Ew. and left, but left shoe prints behind. Similar shoe prints were found at another crime scene. And I want you to remember these these shoe prints. Keep in mind the shoe prints. Okay. At the same time, there was a series of child abductions or attempted child abductions. In each case, the child was sexually assaulted. Feb 25th a 6 year old girl was abducted from her schoolyard molested then abandoned March 11th a 9 year old boy was snatched from his bed molested then left alone March 20th in Glassell Park an 8 year old girl was taken from her bed assaulted in her car then thrown away the descriptions that these kids gave 
of the suspect were mm-hmm. similar to Maria's description. Mm-hmm. The survivor. Yes, the so a connection has started to form now. Mm-hmm. I mean, till now they didn't know that it was done by a person. So, like the detective was trying to do all the work connecting. Till now, there man. were only sus- because... suspicions because you remember the shoe print, right? Yeah. Huh. A similar shoe print was found at another crime scene. Ah, so there were okay. only suspicions that this could have been mm-hmm. done by one person, but now the descriptions have started to match. Now, trigger warning: I'm about to describe a really gruesome crime scene. If you want to click away, you might as well do that. A month later, in about June, thirty-two-year-old mm-hmm. Patty Higgins was killed in the city of Arcadia. What happened was oh. he entered her home, completely ransacked mm-hmm. her house, slashed okay. her throat, like cut it open, ah. and stabbed okay. her in that slash. Four days go by, and another uh-huh. murder was reported just a mile away from Patty's murder. Like after these people know that there's a murder, why don't they lock the doors? Like. I have to do it regardless if there's a murder or not. Four days go by, and another murder is reported mm. just a mile away from Patty Higgins. It was a seventy-five-year-old oh. woman. Her name was Mary Cannon, okay. and she had her throat slit and then stabbed exactly like Patty Higgins. More patterns have started to show up. Three days later, another crime scene was formed. There was a fabric mark in front of the house, and a splatter of blood on the windowsill. The room okay. inside was completely ransacked. Ah, hey, uh, what is the meaning of ransacked? Like, like stolen? Like not stolen. It's like um, everything was thrown around. There was complete chaos in the room. The room ah, had been torn okay. apart completely. Ah, okay. On the bed there was a pink comforter. And on the pink comforter okay. hmm? there was a bloody shoe print. The same shoe print from the previous cases. Ah. Inside the house, 16-year-old Whitney Bennett was viciously attacked, which resulted in 42 inches of lacerations all over her body and fractures 42. in her skull. And that brings us to the end of the Night Stalker Part One. Today also, you'll not let me sleep in the night. The next time also, I'll not let you sleep because, like, there's more, by the way. I guess that's all for this episode of Date Night with Dhani and Prem. If you have any questions or queries or you know about this particular episode, you can hit us up on Instagram at underscore date night pod underscore where. we have started posting finally like share and follow our podcast for more exclusive behind the scenes where we will be posting short reels which will not be on our podcast because they are a bit smaller stalker stories from reddit where we will be making reels about them for you guys hit us up on dms if you have any doubts that's all for this week on date night that is dhwani 
that is prem signing off it be like legit so whole documentary for this no <laughs> it is very nice i love the documentary go watch the documentary it's on netflix it's called the night stalker if you want to watch it watch it it's very good yeah watch it don't tell me okay i get scared or maybe don't watch it i'll tell you the story no why do you have to watch it